Amen. On the first thing I want to say this morning is I love you. <laughs> I love you. And I'm thankful for the the, uh, the Spirit of the Lord, amen, that helps us love one another, even though of our own faults. And we, we are family in here. We know a lot of each other's faults, but I love you this morning. I wanna, want you to know that. And thankful that Jesus loved me. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to, um, something really peculiar for me that I don't, I don't think I've ever done. And uh, told Tanda, I said, boy, it just feels really strange. And y'all can just put it right here. Y'all excuse them for a minute. I just asked them if they'd go get this cross for me this morning. And uh, But I'm going to probably be preaching of a lot of what I preached last Sunday. That's very, very unpeculiar for me. I normally typically don't do such a thing. Because God, I believe he has things for us. And it's very important that we know what that is. Right? You know, I, I told Daddy this morning, I said, you know, it's a lot, it would be a lot easier to be an evangelist than it would be a pastor. Than it would be a pastor. You know why? I don't know anybody if you evangelize. You just walk in and preach hellfire, brimstone, amen, and preach the Bible, and and then you're gone. And but when a pastor's dad or brother Rayburn's been through the years, and 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 you get entwined with family, and you get to know folks, and and it's easily you're it's easy to get into the flesh and start saying things that you're thinking rather than what the Spirit of the Lord is trying to push through you, because God knows exactly what we need. You see, this morning, he knows what I need and you need. I told Brother Daniel this morning, I a thought that's been on my mind, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. A sinner, I was rotten, wasn't worth a whole lot. Hey, man, I don't remember Daddy at one time knew what your flesh was worth. Hey, man, just your body, and it probably may have went up a few cents since then, last time you looked at it. About a dollar and something, so we ain't worth it. We couldn't even buy a Coca-Cola, hey, man. But let me tell you, I thought this morning, told Brother Daniel this, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. I deserve hell, but I'm going to get heaven, amen? Think about that. I deserve hell, but I'm going to be able to go be in heaven this morning. That's good news, amen? Brother Barry, if you want to, uh, if you can, I didn't give Brother Barry anything this morning. I told him I I'm trying. I fought off and fought off uh, preaching the same message, but I'm going to go at it just a little differently. But And I hope <laughs> not to keep you too long this morning. And uh, I just want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit this morning. Amen. I thought about uh, it's going to be 1 Corinthians 1.18, Brother Barry. Um, and then we'll be in Matthew chapter 16, verses 20, starting in verse 24, possibly going through 26. But that's 1 Corinthians 1 and 18, and then Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Amen. I, um, I thought about this being the first service. Daddy's asked me to, to, to stand for quite some time, and there's a lot of things in life. I've just been busy, and it's a terrible excuse, but I've allowed other things to be in the way. 
just allow things to be in the way, and I hadn't felt as if I were able to even stand here. Because I tell you this morning, when you stand and do anything, whether it be preach God's Word, whether it be stand and sing in song, whether it be stand and testify, whether it be standing out at the store and witnessing, you are representing Jesus Christ. Amen? Think about that for a minute. You are a representation of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you say that you've been born again and you're a child of God, every day of your life you are a representation of Jesus Christ. Please do not make a fool of him. Don't misrepresent Jesus. Think about that for just a moment. I, that's been on my mind. And, boy, you, you think, well, there ain't nobody watching me. You know, sometimes I thought about when you'd be walking and all of a sudden just slip and fall. Well, you get right back up and you kind of look around and say, anybody seen me? That's the way we think we are in our life sometimes. You know, but guess what? Folks are seeing everything that we do. And most importantly, not so much concerning you, but he knows everything and every idle word. Amen. So everything that we do, let's make sure that it honors the Lord. And that's what I want to try to do this morning. I thought about being a new year and new beginnings, and it would be wonderful that I could uh, put together something new we want to do about a new year, a new beginning, amen, or uh, something new we want to do. A lot of people set resolutions and, and life changes, things that you want to do, and a lot of times throughout the year those begin to fade away, right? Those fade away. Uh, I don't know why that is, if, if it's just hard, it's, we're not grounded in it. Some, some of those don't, but I, I thought about there's one thing that's always been constant, and that's Jesus, amen? And, it, and it's always been, no matter, it's, it's not a new beginning on January 1, but it can be a new beginning today. It can be beginning tomorrow. If you're lost and undone, the Bible says, for the old things pass away, Behold, all things become new. So I want to tell you the thing that's been constant all the years of this life since he's been here is the Lord Jesus Christ. And you can count on him this morning to be constant in your life. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, for the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Amen. Think about that. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Our carnal bodies and our minds want to uh, go into a place where we think about things we shouldn't, uh, be led in ways that we shouldn't. That's why Paul said, I die daily, amen. I die to the flesh every morning when I rise up out of my bed. I say, Lord, direct my path and help me uh, establish my goings and help me get up on the path that you want me to go. This morning, I want to say, and in 1 Corinthians 1.18, the thing that's really been on my mind with all that said is the cross. And uh, that's where it all started for me. That's where my life began. You know, there's old saying that says you must first die to live. And I thought about the cross, and I had Brother Jared and then Brother Danny bring this in. I'm thankful for that. Amen, and uh, just a good, uh, it's just something for us to, to look at and think about. Last week, I had a lady 
at the end of the message begin to say they had a cross hanging in the a baptistry uh, window there on the wall in the back. And she said, you know, I'll just sit here as you preach. And I began to think about, and I saw Jesus hanging there. And she said, my mind went to that place, and I realized again all that he done for me. And the pain and everything that he felt in that moment. But yet he didn't have to go that far. Let's read this verse. 1 Corinthians 1.18, it says, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved it is the power of God. To those who do not know the Lord, it, the preaching of the cross is foolishness. It makes no sense this morning. Makes no sense. And it probably won't until the conviction power of the Holy Spirit begins to move in as it did me as a young little fella. It helped me realize that I was lost and undone. Amen. But I liked that. It said, but unto us that are saved, those of us that said, Lord, save me, and we've been born again, it says, it is the power of of God. Amen. I think about the cross in my life and all the things throughout my history and my short life uh, here on this earth. And I think back to how I always revert to the cross. Amen. And I go back to uh, say, Lord, here I am. You know, that's the things that I humble myself. I say, Lord, save me. And even still today, moment after moment, I'm saying, Lord, here I am. Amen. Lord, here I am. Lord, the cross, even though in my mind sometimes I allow things to get cloudy, maybe gray, it's uh, not so easily to see uh, where that light shineth for me to walk but in my heart there's something that's very clear and, and amen and in, the, in just that moment where I need it most the spirit of the Lord shines through in the cross I find myself back at the foot of the cross saying Lord here I am again whether it be divorce you may have faced whether it may have been trouble at work whether it may be trouble, I don't know if we got any kids, we got some in here, school activities or school functions, whatever it is. Whether there be somebody that's a Satanist walking down the street, whether somebody uh, blasphemed God, whatever the case is this morning, the Bible says, but to those who are saved, the preaching of the cross is the power of God. And I want to ensure, just tell you this morning that he has power over the enemy. You see, there's no weapon or nothing that formed against us shall prosper. What's that saying this morning? That's saying it don't matter what the devil schemes up. It don't matter how many uh, demons or the powers of darkness, uh, rulers of, of darkness, uh, whatever it is, they cannot come up with something that can overtake of you this morning. But the morning, that very same power can live inside of you this morning. But the preaching of the cross. Amen. Flip over to Matthew 16. Amen. And some of you made a statement as a, is this New Life Ministries this morning? Amen. It's a funny thing. 
because last week Brother John Mays had to say the same thing to Guest Baptist Church. He said, boy, if y'all could stand up here and see what I'm seeing. A lot of frowns this morning, that's what he said. Now, y'all ain't got a whole lot of frowns, amen, but y'all could smile a little bigger, amen, <laughs> a little bit bigger. You know, we ought to be excited about the good news of Jesus. You think about how he, raised, he gave us life. You know, we can't see that. We, we literally can't see the change that was made, but I felt it on the inside of my heart when I said, Lord, forgive me, and all the things really passed away from my life that I had done. Sinner saved by grace through faith this morning. Praise the Lord. Matthew 16 and 24, and I'm going to be try to be quick, but I want to bring out just a couple of words in this. It says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me. We'll stop right there for just a minute. I want to ask you a question this morning. Do you really want to follow after him? Or is it just something, a game we're playing? Think about that. Do you really want to follow him? Or did you go through some sort of experience through prayer or somebody got excited and maybe you got excited? Think about that. Do you really, are you truly seeking out the Lord Jesus? That's a hard question. I'm curious of what your family and friends would tell me. Think about that this morning. See, God, as I said earlier, he knows everything about us. He knows every idle word that we say. Every thought that in, enters into our mind. He knows those things. Are we feeding the flesh or are we feeding the spirit? What does your life consist of? Do you really this morning want to deny yourself and follow Jesus? Think about that this morning. I tell you, if, if you want all the goodness and all the fullness of God, you'll have to deny yourself and follow Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's finish that verse. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself. And take up his cross. <laughs> Going back just a minute. So that word deny means this. It says to refuse to give or grant something requested or desired to someone. Did you hear that? He said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Deny meaning to refuse to give or grant something requested. Letting go of all of yourself. You know, if there was anything today or at this new year or this new beginning with resolutions being made and things going on, the best thing you could do is give all of you to him. Some of you this morning ain't even hearing what I'm saying. But if you just listen for a minute, you're struggling within your own self. There's things going on in your life and it's not so clearly seen. You can't see what's ahead of you. Listen to me this morning, what the Lord's trying to say. If we would remove ourselves and deny ourselves, 
say, but Brother Ryan, you just don't understand what I've went through. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't understand that, but he does. He does. And he has, he can comfort you in every area where you're sad or where you're discouraged or where you're depressed or, or where you feel lonely or whatever that may be. He has the answers. The Bible said that in one part it said that he was even tempted in every way, such as we. <laughs> Ain't that good to know? I, you know, when I have something on my mind or something that's weighing on me, Brother Raver, in my life, and I need somebody to talk to, I'd rather go find somebody that's been through that. Amen? I'd be kind of like going at work if I was wanting to learn how to weld, going and, and asking somebody that never picked up a welder in their life and say, how do I weld? they say, well, I think you pull that trigger right there. Listen to me this morning. God has all the answers. He knows everything that we need. And all we have to do is deny ourselves. Start finding ourselves. You know, my wife, I hope she doesn't mind me sharing, but one of the things we talked about, she said, you know, this new year, one of the things, I want us to pray together more. I just want to pray together more. I want to pray with our kids more. I want to do those things more in the eyes of God. That that's right. We know that's right in the eyes of God. Can we do those things? You know what? The more we deny ourselves and remove ourselves from the picture and say, Lord, here I am, use me, the more things in our life is going to line up just exactly the way God had planned. Those arguments you and your husband have won't happen near as often. Think about it. You say, oh, Brother Ryan, you don't know my husband. Listen to me. God has a perfect way. And see what the good thing is about the Lord, He can get down on the inside. And He can begin to move us. He can begin to help us where we're weak. Because He's our strength. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. The preaching of the cross. The preach, the cross made the difference. The cross made the difference. Amen. The cross is still making the difference this morning. And if we ever forget about the cross, I'm telling you. You can see a world that's forgot about the cross. You can see the lifestyles of those who have forgot or removed the cross from their life. Or Jesus, the one that that cross represents. Amen. You can see what that does in our lives. Praise God for the cross. And thank God that he rose. Hey Amen. We were buried in the Bible, just to mention real quick, where it says uh, when we were buried with him, and we're going to rise with him, amen. <laughs> we're, we are going to be resurrected, amen, uh, just as he was. Praise the Lord. That same spirit over in Romans chapter 8 that raised him out of that tomb, uh, that they sealed the door and put a, uh, an old big old rock in front of it, put two soldiers there uh, because they were afraid somebody would want to steal his body. It wasn't nowhere near enough to keep my Lord. In that tomb. We're going to rise up one of these days and go be with him. That's good news, amen. That's all right to get excited about because when we walk through this life, we don't see the good news often. Amen. But there's good news this morning that there's a day coming that we're going to rise and be with him if you've been at the foot of the cross and accepted him.
Matthew 16, 24, the last half of that. It said, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Something I thought of. Danny is a pretty strong fella. And I would dare to say this little old cross right here. I don't know, maybe 80 pounds, 60, 80 pounds, somewhere around in there. 50. But I dare to say if he began to put that on his shoulder and left it there for a while, he'd probably get a little tired at some point. <laughs> Think about that. It would begin to wear on our fleshly bodies. Amen. We would grow tired. But you know what? Jesus carried a cross. Now physically we don't have to do that. But spiritually in our lives, the Bible is telling us that we should take up our cross and follow him. In our hearts when we do that, Amen. Even though that's a physical picture, we get tired. In this walk of life, church, I get tired. I just want to be honest this morning. There's times that I get tired. That's, a lot of it's probably because I'm not a very good planner. I put a lot of things in my schedule that I probably shouldn't. I go and do too much sometimes. But I get tired. Our bodies grow tired. Sometimes when we're hurt over and over and over, our hearts get tired. And sometimes our flesh wants to start saying, just give up. Just quit. You really want to just keep trying to go through this and nothing good is coming from it? The old devil's a liar. The truth ain't in him. That's when, just in time, when you're carrying your cross and you feel like, I cannot go any farther. I cannot go any farther. In that moment is when the Lord Jesus will come and be your help. Amen. He'll begin to carry you. You know, it talks about that old picture where there's only one set of footprints in the desert sand. But I'm going to tell you, I can testify because he's carried me. When I didn't know the way out or I couldn't see, amen, that mountain you're going to move. Sometimes it don't seem as if that's going to come down to where I can actually get across that. But in the name of Jesus, amen. Keep carrying that cross. There's so many people that need you in their life. I want to say that again. There's so many people that need you in their life. You say, Brother Ryan, that's not true. You don't know who I am. Listen to me this morning. God has a purpose for every individual sitting in this room. And you say, but I've already uh, got a reputation over here at work. or I've already uh, lived my life a certain way. I can't overcome that. Yes, you can. Just as if the day when the Lord changed me over an old funeral home where I went down, I said, Lord, I wish if you'd just forgive me, God, I'll never turn away from you. I'll never, about the age of 21, I remember telling those old filthy jokes at work, saying curse words at work, and then the next day I thought about it over Sunday night. I said, how in the world am I going to go into work tonight and be different? <laughs> Immediately the Lord said, you don't have to do anything. You already have. Just follow after me. If you don't know what to say, don't say anything. 
Boy, that's powerful. Did you hear that? If you don't know what to say, just don't say anything. Let the Lord do the work. Sometimes we don't have to say anything. Just let the Spirit of the Lord just begin to move. And it wasn't very long after a fellow used to go to church here. I won't talk about him. He ain't here. I'm just kidding. But he wouldn't care because he's living for the Lord and he's doing great. But it wasn't long after that change in my life. I was working and I was quieter. I wasn't laughing at those jokes or wasn't telling those jokes, Brother Raven. You know how they get down there sometimes. And I was working pretty fast-paced where we, what we do, and Jason Shepard was on the other side of the rigging table of that joist. And he said something he shouldn't have said. And he seen, looked at him, and the Holy Spirit began to move through me. And he seen that on me. See, he was raised in God's house, and he knew better. And instantly, without saying a word, he knew that the Spirit of the Lord was moving. I had an opportunity to begin to witness unto him that night and begin to tell him, you shouldn't use those type words. Because you see, he's gave everything that he has just for you. And we talked and we talked and talked. And he sat there, and, and i tell you what, I don't know about you, but have you ever been at work and the Holy Ghost get on you so much you just can't help yourself? I've had fed after fed after fed, people coming by, getting to pray with them, and just nearly shouting out loud, amen, uh, just because he's so good to it. He can take a, an atmosphere, amen, that seems evil, and he can flip it just like that with the power of the Holy Spirit. And he can do that for you this morning. But there's one word that has to take place, and it's deny yourself. Deny, deny, deny. You'll never get to the plan that God had for you if you can't first deny yourself. I held up a mirror, and I don't have one this morning, last week, and I began to say, I said, you know, too often, too often we look in the mirror, and we don't even see who's looking back at their self. Too often we're looking, we're trying to pretty ourselves up or fix our hair this morning. You know, maybe you, probably this morning. And you're sitting looking back at yourself and you didn't even think what the Word says. It talks about denying ourselves. It talks about self-reflection. Looking at who we really are. Something that's kind of comical, I, I thought, you know, this day and age is so much different than when I was a kid. They <clears throat> got phones and they take pictures of their self all the time. I'm telling you, I ain't never in my life seen such. I'll be sitting in a store or something over there and look, and this girl go over there. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then they'll send it to the one sitting beside them. I don't know. Just turn around and look at her. You know? It beats all I ever seen. I even looked up and it said, this is a little more comedy for you. It just blows my mind that how much we're in, infatuated, is that the right word, with ourselves. How cool we think we really are. It said that the average kid this day and time will take 25,000 steps in their lifetime. Lord help us. I don't know how many, I don't know how we can look that much different 25,000 times, amen. I'm being aggravating, I know. But think about how often we look at ourselves. 
and really don't see who's looking back at us. When the Lord gets you to a place where you really see what's on the inside, it'll put you in a place where you just want to sit down nearly and say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me for not being the sister I should be or the brother for judging that one the other day for holding that grudge that I held for telling that little lie that I told because I wanted to see my way out when we let everything when we put all of our cards on the table say Lord forgive me that's when God can use you That's when the Lord can truly step into your life and you begin to start seeing miracles. It's so powerful. Listen this morning. It's so powerful that even in God's Word, there was a, there's a scripture, and I can't remember exactly where it was, but it's a wonderful story. And he and Jesus just got off the sea, off of the boat, I believe it was, and he was walking. People were trying to run around as he went through the sea on a boat. It said they were going around the edge trying to keep up with him. And then he gets out, and then it goes on. It said they heard that he was coming into a town. It said that they run into their houses, and they get everyone that's sick, everything, and they pick them up, and they bring them out to the edge of the road, and they lay them down because they were sure that if Jesus passed by that they would be healed. <laughs> My goodness, do you realize the power of what we're talking about this morning and the depths of how it can change your life? If somebody can go into a house and pick up somebody that's lame or sick or whatever the need is and pick them up and bring them by, I don't even recall it saying that he touched them, but it said that he passed by. And they were made whole. <laughs> hey, are you needing to be made whole this morning? Is something in your life not exactly where it should be? Jesus is the answer. Find yourself at the foot of the cross. Amen. At the foot of the cross. Praise the Lord. Take up your cross and follow after him. There's a lot of things that we face in life. And you know what? We're certain that we're going to face them. The Bible tells us that we will. I want to ask you this morning, if, as we prepare to end this service, there's something that I say at work a lot, with work. But in our life, being a Christian with the Lord. It's an old saying that Jerry Rice, a great wide receiver, said, and I'm going to use it this morning with the Lord. Church, it's 100% your choice to give 100%. In your walk with God, I can't do it for you, but it is 100% your choice to give all that you have. 
Think about that. There's some of us this morning that have lost family. Some of you may have a lost spouse. Lost children. Quit making excuses as I have in the past. And let's be disciplined and get down to business. And say, God, here I am. God, I'm going to fight for every family member that I've got. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to stand up against every fiery dart that the enemy throws. I'm going to, Lord, raise up a standard. God, help us this morning, God, that in our hearts, Lord, that we would desire even your desires. God, that we wouldn't be afraid to move when you say move. But God, we would also wouldn't be afraid to sit still when you say be still. Even though it may not be your turn, <laughs> it may be yours. Can we, the Bible says this, I'm going to close. It says, let those hear, those that have ears to hear, let them hear what the Spirit What is the Spirit saying? Quit worrying about what you're thinking or what you're wanting to say or what you're wanting to do. You know what? There's a lot of times that Brother Ryan would like to sing a song that I like. But too often, God don't want me to sing that song. There's a lot of times that your pastor probably has a message like, man, I like to preach that shouting message. But God gets on him, probably walks in there and says, Whoa, boy, I know it's going to be tough because this is going to be one of them that's difficult. It's going to step on some toes. It's going to hurt some of us this morning. Let's hear what the Spirit's saying this morning. I would like to do this. I would like to ask, as I did last week, I think it's very important that everybody is in this altar this morning. And if you don't feel comfortable coming, that's okay. But I would like for you to get your family. I know some kids are out there. But I'd like for you and your family to get together and come and let's get in this altar this morning. And if you need other prayer other than that, won't you come grab myself, my dad, or one of these others that's here, and we'll pray with you this morning. Praise the Lord. I just want to say, church, your life will be the best it can be when you deny yourself.